1: the side of Midnight. I'm Frank Moreno. Well, I always try to stay positive. I always try to be a little bit of an antidote to negativity, except for this portion of the show. Because there are people that need to be called out. There's people that need to be reproached. There's people that need to be shamed. And there are people that need to be denounced, and that is why we bring you... The
0: Other Side of Midnight
1: presents denunciation. I must begin by denouncing Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. When it comes to fitness, not all cities are created equal. That's according to the 16th Annual American College of Sports Medicine American Fitness Index, which ranks the country's 100 largest cities from most active and most fit, Two, not the most. The top two fittest cities happen to border one another. For the sixth year in a row, Arlington, Virginia ranked first, while Washington, D.C. came in at number two. And yes, the least fit city in America is Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Oklahoma City, get in gear. Oklahoma City, I do denounce you. I must denounce the makers of these contaminated eye drops that are that have blinded and killed Americans. These eye drops made in an Indian factory were tainted with an antibiotic resistant superbug, and they slipped past the FDA. And evidently, there was no testing, no inspections, and now these Americans are blind. So maybe you shouldn't take what the FDA has to say about aspartame to heart. Because what made this outbreak of people getting hurt, the eye drops are from care LLC and Delsum Pharma LLC. And they've been recalled after uh, the, these eye drops com- Contributed to four deaths, 18 cases of vision loss, and scores of infections. And the particulars are horrific. I'll spare you the details of how these four people who were exposed to this bacteria died. It's very gruesome. But what made this outbreak possible is a gaping hole in the FDA's supervision of over-the-counter medications. And the over the counter medications have long been the agency's lowest priority because they assume that even if they don't work, they probably won't kill anyone. Well, they're wrong. So I'm also adding the FDA to this denunciation. So, FDA, along with Ezra Care and Delsom Pharma LLC, I do denounce you. I must denounce Eli or Ellie Weinstein. His fir- formal first name is Eliyahu, Eli Weinstein. He is quite a character, quite a character. He is a New Jersey con man with a very poor reputation. And he happens to be well-connected. But he is a bad guy. Bad guy. He first got into trouble more than a decade ago after he got caught in a $200 million Ponzi scheme involving a portfolio of fake real estate investment land deals that targeted members of the very tight-knit Orthodox Jewish community. And then while out on bail awaiting trial 10 years ago, This former used car salesman from Lakewood was then charged uh, in a new con game. So, federal authorities said in that second case, again, this is a con he started while he's on trial for the first case. In the second case, he duped an investor in a $6.7 million scam involving claims that he had the inside track on hard-to-get shares of the Facebook IPO. He pleaded guilty to both charges, and he was sentenced in December of 2014 to 24 years in prison. Now, he would remain there until January of 2021. He's a very well-connected guy in the Orthodox Jewish community. Somebody that's also very popular in the Orthodox Jewish community and has a lot of supporters in that community and a lot of donors in that community is Donald Trump. So what happened in January of 2021? Donald Trump, because some donors and people that he's close with advocated for this guy he commuted this guy's sentence to time served and immediately freed him. But not long after he was released, Weinstein began orchestrating yet another Ponzi scheme. And now he has been once again charged with fraud. And he's actually caught on tape saying, I finagled and ponzied and lied to people to cover us that's what he's telling to what the pe- he thinks is his co-conspirator I recognize how anybody can get in trouble with the law I even understand how you know you can get in trouble with the law twice but if you get literally a get out of jail free card because some people that you're friendly with Happen to be friendly with President Trump or have given him money or whatever the case may be? Don't you think that you would lead, you would keep your nose clean? Don't you think that you would lead almost a monastic existence and make sure you didn't do anything wrong? You know all these authorities are going to watch you. The first thing this loser does is start another Ponzi scheme. So, Mr. Weinstein... I do denounce you. I must also denounce Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. Now, I I recognize what a problem climate change is, and I think we should make some changes in order to mitigate the effects of climate change. And I recognize that the earth is getting hotter. But people like Ilhan Omar set back the cause of doing something to clean up the environment so much Because she just makes stuff up. And then when you see the ridiculous things that she says, it becomes easy to dismiss everything that everybody is saying about the climate and the environment. Well, Congressman Ilhan Omar claimed on Monday that it was the hottest day on Earth in 120,000 years hundred twenty thousand years now how does she know what the temperature was a thousand years ago were there th- thermometers around a thousand years ago how reliable were the thermometers a thousand years ago how about two thousand years ago do we have any idea what the temperature was two thousand years ago how about five thousand years ago how would we ever know what the temperature was? Were people sitting there writing it down? No. So she actually went out and said the Earth just broke the record for the hottest day in 120,000 years. This is absolutely absurd. What was the temperature of the Earth on July 21st in 110,000 B.C.? How does anybody know? Nobody knows. And she provided no evidence of this. At all. At all. So, um, Ilhan Omar, I do denounce you. I must also denounce this, um, police officer by the name of uh... I'm going to get you his name in a second, but uh, it's Mr. Trzinski. He's got one of these names where it's three consonants in a row. So I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. These names annoy me. T-R-Z-C. Four consonants in a row. That's too many. Nobody should ever have four consonants in a row. But anyway, um, this Sergeant John Krasinski was a serial litter bug he was littering like crazy he would litter and then he would litter and he would litter some more and he was finally caught but every sunday morning for four years residents of this quiet block in greenpoint brooklyn woke up to reams of paper dumped in their street. A serial litterer was slicing pages from old readers' digests and old Bibles and old junk mail and even 1970s porn magazines and dumping them on a tree-lined street in Brooklyn. Surveillance videos captured the driver, tossing these pages from his car before sunrise and it doesn't it's not really clear why he was doing it he was doing it because he was almost like an arsonist he had an addiction to littering and the people who watched this they thought it felt accidental at first and then after a couple a couple of times it was clearly intentional and the one guy Dylan Krause who moved to the block last year He described hundreds, maybe thousands of pages that covered sections of the street. So in April, the serial litterer was finally identified to residents as NYPD Sergeant John Trzynski. He'd grown up on the block in a family home. And uh, there was obviously, as you might expect, there was an NYPD probe and it resulted in discipline for Mr. Trzynski. What do you think the punishment was? Well, according to public records, he was not fined, he was not issued a summons by the sanitation department, which can run thousands of dollars. His punishment was he lost one vacation day. One vacation day for littering like crazy. Come on, come on, this is a total slap on the wrist. There were years years of residents of this block complaining about this there was a stakeout by a private security firm they had to involve the NYPD internal affairs investigator why did he do this why it's a big mystery but this punishment stinks you're gonna tell me this guy loses one vacation day for this no 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 this guy should have to pay a hefty fine I just got fined $50 for putting out my garbage too early. This guy's not even getting that. Give me a break. Give me a break. Sergeant John Traczynski, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Jasmine Paez. Jasmine Paez is truly a despicable human being, and if there is a hell, I have no doubt that when Ms. Paez meets her maker, she will be there hastily. She has been arrested because she tried to use a parody service to rent a hitman to kill her toddler son. She solicited an assassin through the fake website rentahitman.com to take out her three-year-old before Thursday. She submitted pictures of her little boy and the exact location he was going to be. First of all, how dumb do you have to be to go to a website, rentahitman.com, and think that you're actually going to get a legitimate hitman? And then how evil do you have to be to try to have your own son killed? How super evil do you have to be to try to kill any innocent three-year-old? So investigators posing as the 4 hire killer spoke with her to flesh out her demented plan. And this very evil mother agreed to hand over $3,000 for her son's murder. After matching her IP address to her home and speaking with the child's grandmother who verified that the intended target was this woman's child, Authorities swooped in to arrest her. She's been charged with first-degree solicitation of murder and third-degree using a communications device for unlawful use. I am willing to cut a lot of 18-year-olds slack for making mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes when I was 18. I did a lot of things that I wish I could take back. But to... i tell you what. I can't imagine any excuse... That makes it even remotely understandable to try to have a three-year-old, let alone your own son, murdered. So, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Detroit Police Commissioner Brian Ferguson. Brian Ferguson is the uh, police commissioner, and he got caught with a prostitute. Got caught with a prostitute. And look, that can happen. People make mistakes. But what he did, one he is first, the first thing he did was when he got caught with the police officer, he was only paying her $5 or excuse me, $10. But when he got caught with the prostitute and the police officers asked if um they asked what was going on here, he got caught, he asked the officers if they could help him out. So this was the chair of the D- Detroit Police Oversight Board. He had represented District 1 for the Detroit Police Bo- uh, Board of Commissioners. And he asked the cops if they could help him out. And then when these cops did the right thing and arrested him, he, t- he tried to lie about this whole thing and cover it up. I mean, this strikes me as just an awful choice to be in any leadership position And uh, I'm glad that he's resigned. He said that it was a big misunderstanding and that he has nothing to hide. He claimed the woman, who he did not know, hopped into his truck and just pulled up right on him. Hmm. So he's been issued a misdemeanor citation for indecent or obscene conduct involving sex. I'm not big into prosecuting prostitution. I I kind of think we we need to probably move to the point where prostitution is decriminalized. I, I know we've had that discussion before. It's a broader discussion. But for you to try to pull rank and ask for special treatment from the cops and then to lie about it, it doesn't doesn't sit right with me. I hate all this one set of rules for me and another set of rules for the mentality. I hate it among politicians, I hate it among uh, police commissioners, I hate it among everybody. Everybody should be held to the same standard, in my judgment. I must announce the the service BetterHelp. Are you familiar with BetterHelp? They do a lot of advertising. Hopefully they're not advertising in any of our stations, but I've heard nothing but bad things about them. I, recently, somebody told me about a, a, they were using this service to see a therapist, and they were... They had a problem with their funding, and they just immediately cut you off. There's no warning. There's no grace period. There's no ability to text your therapist and say, hey, I'm sorry, I can't make our scheduled session. But now they have had to pay $7.8 million to users of this service as part of a, a settlement that they reached with the Federal Trade Commission because they shared their own consumer's health data with companies like Facebook and Snapchat for advertising purposes. So here these people are using BetterHelp for counseling services and therapy services. And instead of keeping these people's trust, they're selling their data and their private health information for money to other businesses. This is reprehensible. Shame on BetterHelp. BetterHelp, I do denounce you. I don't remember if it was last week or the week before where I was denouncing these people that were burning the Koran. I think that's terrible. Nobody should burn the Quran. But I must also denounce the people who stormed the Swedish embassy in Iraq. These Iraqi protesters were angry over the burning of copies of the Quran in Sweden, so they stormed the Swedish embassy in central Baghdad, scaled the walls of the compound, and set it on fire. Now, how's that for an overreaction? They're upset that people are burning the Quran, which I get, so your reaction is to actually set fire to an embassy? You want to talk about a disproportionate reaction? You know, Debbie Schlussel is going to join us in a minute. She, she speaks a lot about the Middle East and Israel. Every conflict that Israel's been involved in, in its 75-year history, whenever there's any sort of a conflict, doesn't matter if people are throwing rocks or people are firing rockets at Israel, what do you always hear? You always hear the argument of proportionate response, proportionate <laughs> real, uh, response. Oh, they were just firing a couple of toy rockets. They shouldn't have killed all those terrorists. That was terrible. Well, why is no one mentioning the disproportionate response, other than me, of these protesters? I understand you're upset that they burned Qurans. It's a terrible thing. Nobody should do that. But for you to set fire to an embassy where people are actually working in, I mean, this is just reprehensible. Reprehensible. And... um these demonstrators are carrying around like they're waving flags and sh- and signs while they're setting fire to this embassy like it they're they're proud of this because they are the burning of the embassy was called for by supporters of Muqtada al-Sadr who is uh you know pretty extreme on the extreme end of things And finally, I must denounce Pastor Gregory Neal, a New Hampshire executive pastor who stole $130,000 from his own church to pay off gambling debts and make purchases. I find this totally reprehensible. You know, I like to play craps as much as the next guy, maybe a little blackjack, some video poker now and again, occasional baccarat, but... I would never get into the kind of debt that you need to actually steal. This guy not only got into a, an incredibly irresponsible amount of debt. Okay, that happens. People have problems. But then he stole. But he didn't just steal from strangers. He stole from the congregants of his own church. People who trusted him. People who looked to him for guidance. People who... um you know, probably thought that he was going to do the right thing in terms of shepherding this money. I mean, I think if you steal from the church, it's a really reprehensible thing. So, Pastor Gregory Neal, I do denounce you. All right, that slams the lid on denunciations.